What up, people? How what we up, doing? What up? What up? What up? Bloomin 07 Wagwan Youths. What does that mean? What's up, young people? Youth, youth, them youths. Uh, Friend, what up, people. What up, people? Youth could be a grown man. It could be oh, really? Nice. What up, people? How we doing? What up? Welcome. Welcome to UFC Fight Night Cruz versus Vera. Uh, I'm going to say it. Do like it. we do with every single card. Don't do it. Come on. Just <laughs> looking at this card on paper, it looks like pure shit. Can we say? Not pure shit, but some shit. I'm gonna le- you alone shit. with you. Alone, I'm gonna leave you alone with that take, bro. Well, the only reason I say that is obviously it just doesn't have a lot of big names. Like that's that's it. That's all. That's all. That's all we do. Does but I mean, it, does it mean it's a bad card? I don't of think course so. not. Of course not. Uh, I mean, the main so. event is gonna be a great fight. I think. The co-main event, Nate Landwehr versus David Onama. I feel like these guys are still pretty green to the UFC. Yeah. And getting a co-main event in that one. Uh, I don't know. Just on paper, this card is looking iffy. And we know what that means. You not feeling it? We know what that means, though. It means it's going to be a banger. This is going to be the greatest card ever probably of the year. <laughs> I mean, it happened last week. I'm not going to say, like, <laughs> now this is the, the standard. Typically, when we say that, listen, I say this every week, bro. You know what it is? UFC, the product is good. The best of the best. The product is good. We we can't we just gotta stop now and be like, hey, this this card is, doesn't look like a great card because the product is the product. It's a great product. We know what we're gonna get. We're gonna get some banger fights. Mm. And we always do. And we always do. Uh first time chat viewer, Ragged Ship39 says, Yo, what's good, boys? Yo, what up, what up, what up? What up, bro? What up, Canucks? Good to see you. How we doing, people? Mounty Mount said we need a sticker of Laughing Phil on here. True. How do we get that? We can get that. That's a who made that thing, by the way. That that's we rated him last week. What designs? We rated him. Oh, he made that. He makes all the every the one of me laughing. Oh no, he didn't make that one. I think someone made that. Or something. I don't know Hasbulla. who made that, but that was know, hilarious. Yeah, it is funny actually. Oh, the guy that you rated that does art live on. Stream. Yeah, he did everything. Oh, I see. I see. That's actually pretty cool. Um, all right, what up, people? Though, let's get into it, should we? Let's do it. Where are we starting out? We're starting off with Blackshear. That was my my actual free pick, my free uh, underdog pick this week. Oh yeah, Blackshear versus um, what's the guy's name? Yusuf Zalal. Yusuf Zalal. We're hiding Wadi. Can't hide. Wadi. First of all, <laughs> can't this, be ashamed of Wadi. This is Blackshear's UFC debut. Mm-hmm. And coming up a weight class. Coming up a weight class. What makes you pick him? His picture actually is hilarious. What is that? His share dog picture. That looks like a like a selfie he took. That shit, you know, like you see, you see what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. What is that? That's a weird. <laughs> Maybe that. Hopefully they update it. Let I rock, hope so because that's rock. tough. That's not in a good way. Um. So here's why I picked him. Only reason I picked him. And listen, I don't. I wouldn't go all out on a bet. I'm thinking like, all right. It's a medium bet. Maybe medium if you on your units. If you're gonna go, I wouldn't really fully. Do more than maybe about twenty percent, mm. you know. So if that, this is this is a guy that's um, he's long, he's rangy, he's very physical. When I was watching his fights prior to, you could see he's extremely physical, extremely strong. Um, the only problem is, I think he's the better fighter in overall ability. The only problem is when I look at him, he took the fight on five days' notice, Damn. and he's fighting upper weight class. True. And that's probably why he can't cut weight and make it in time. Right. But he's fought 145 in the past. Mm. So, 
I don't know. You're in Yusuf Zalal. You look at Yusuf Zalal. He's on a losing fight. He's on a, a small losing streak right now. Yep. Um, he's on a three fight losing streak. Yeah. But he's lost to like good guys, you mm-hmm. know. But sometimes I think that when uh, when he's fighting a guy that he has like the advantage over when it comes to the dimensions, like his reach and his, and his attributes, I think he does very well because he uses his footwork. He cuts direction. He mm-hmm. likes to paw. Understands the range very well. But then. You see, when when he fights a guy that has similar dimensions to him, it's a tough night. Mm. It's a tough night. So, um, and in this fight, that's what we're gonna see. Even though five days short notice, the first thing, the first thing that first thing that comes to mind is obviously gas tank. Yes, for Black Share. Yeah, uh, especially in his UFC debut. In I front feel of like a that, crowd, exactly in front of a crowd. I feel like that's a lot of adrenaline coming through. It is. It is. I made the pick. I think I I know it's a risky pick, but I'm looking at his skill set. When I look at his skill set, what I see. Is, if I'm going skill for skill, purely based off of skill, I think he's the better fighter. Mm. From the fights, his, his last title fight in CFFC, granted the competition, I don't know, some may argue the competition between him and Zalal are two different levels of competition because Zalal fought Ilya Tapora. Um, Sean Woodson. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, Sean Woodson, guys like that. That's fair to say. But at the same time, if I'm just looking at a skill set, like pure ability of each fighter, I think that um, I think that uh, Blackshear has the better ability. Mm-hmm. It's They're very similar, but I just think that Blackshear is very physical. Again, mm. the physical doesn't count because he's coming up a weight class, but I still think that the way he strikes, the way he utilizes his pressure, the way he uses his hands, the way he strings it together, I think he can get the job done. Mm. So he's a live dog. If you want to bet on an underdog, that's a good underdog on the card to bet on. What is the odds? I, I can't even find it. It doesn't say. Um, I think he was a uh, minus one something. I don't know. I don't remember. It doesn't even come I mean, up for me. Yeah, minus one. A plus one something. I don't remember. Uh... They're both 5'10", too. Well, it says. They're sure dog. Well, it says they're 5'10". They're both lanky. Lanky boys for that division. It's interesting because Yusuf Zalal was, I feel like, a prospect coming into the UFC. And He's uh, like the only Moroccan fighter, right? Uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm not I think sure he's he the only be. fighter on the roster that, uh, from, that was born in uh, Morocco. That that could be true, actually. But um, came to the UFC, got on a three-fight win streak, and now he's on a three-fight losing streak. So... From quick ups to quick downs. So hopefully he comes back. Because four in a row, that's not good. No. That, that'll be tough if he loses that one. Uh, especially a guy making his debut on short notice. That would not be that would not be good. True. But uh, all right, I don't even know. Oh, here we go. I'm going to get the odds right now. Yusuf's a law of minus 125 plus 105 for Blackshear. Mm. So slight underdog for that one. Um, You had a comment. uh. Fluffy Hasby said Randy wearing shades because excessive gave him pink eye. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, excessive has pink eye? Damn. Does he have pink eye? That's tough. What was he doing? <laughs> he is in Florida, so anything goes there. Yeah. Nah, I'm 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 wearing shades because I'm just a shades. I'm just a guy, an inside shades guy now. Oh yeah? I'm like I've just chosen to be a shades inside type of guy. I could see it though. You could pull it off. Like yeah. if I tried doing that, I would look like a fool. I feel like it's, it's a little vibe, right? Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a vibe. It's nice. I mean, I might need that with these damn lights we got in here. Nah, things I'm are blind. Low key, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was like last week, this shit was fucking with me. I was like, bro, I can't see shit, especially this one. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like in my face. In <laughs> yeah. Uh, so from uh, now on, this will be the new norm. Fuck it. I like it though. Oh, Exessa said this is fake news. <laughs> so, All right, so next up we got Jason Witt versus uh Quinlan. Damn. This was a fight that we were supposed to see last week. I feel like we've been talking about this fight for fucking ever now. It's just 
this in my mind this is a main event of like <laughs> some major card. I was like, For I just, real? this fight. I I've seen I've said uh Josh Quinlan and Jason Witt's name back to back for like <laughs> so many times. I just don't know. I've just been saying it forever now because originally that was my free pick, right? Right. Quinlan was your pick. Quinlan was my free pick from last week. So I just been saying this dude's name over and over and over. I actually made a bet. The bet got voided. Mm. So they sent me back my money and now I had to remake the bet again. Um Boys, another free one since I gave it was free last week. Quinlan. Quinlan is the pick? Quinlan. Should I say it again? Say it again. Remember he got popped for steroids? We know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> we know. We know you wanted to get that off. And then, uh, but with this one, I agree. Quinlan is going to take this one again. The same exact pick you had last week or whenever the hell that fight or scheduled to pick was, I agree. Now, let me ask you this, right? With Quinlan, do you think that... um? Given all the controversy around everything that's going on, cutting wet, getting ready for the fight, getting that close, and then having to get pulled off. I don't know where he lives. At the time when that fight was canceled, they were already at the event, right? In, uh, where was it? It was, I think it was in Vegas. I don't remember. I, I, don't, I don't remember where it's at. Chat, where was the last fight? Wherever the fuck it was. He was already there. I don't know if he stayed an extra week or did he come back. You know what I mean? I don't know. Now, how does that throw off his training session? This is his UFC debut. How did this ch- mm. throw off his camp? You know what I mean? This is UFC debut. Some people are very sensitive to stuff like that. True. So I don't know. Will he still be able to perform? Mm. Well, Wait, they, he's the main. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. They're I fighting was something. They're fighting a catch weight. I don't okay. know what. I don't know what way. I'm so going like, to You see, that's what I'm talking about now. Initially, it was at a specific weight. It got pushed back, right? So a lot of things changed. Maybe the, the training is different now. Like, things got offset. So now, the, it has to be, why is it at a catch weight? Who did it get? Like, something got fucked up somewhere, and now it's at a catch weight. Right. You know, so, which is probably fair. But I mean, yeah, I would agree. But but then again, if... Eh, how does that affect around, him? Yeah. How does it affect the fighter? He's Jason Witt has the experience. He's been in Octagon right. before. You know what I mean? This is a guy making his debut, and having to make your debut with all this extra shit on your back. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do, how do you go and perform? Mm. I still I still think he goes out there and gets the job done. Honestly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I just had to say it. Like, yeah. Well, Wadi said Wit to have a super chin at 180. Could you imagine that? Because Wit has, in all of his losses, he has been finished in every single fight, and we've seen him get rocked multiple times. Yeah. Especially at 170. But I don't know what they're are they fighting at 180. Is that what they're fighting at? I'm not sure. Probably. And this dude. This dude can crack. Quinlan can exactly, and that's why I'm pick, that's why I'm crack. picking him because why can he crack? You know why? Come on, why can he crack? Yo, you think that has something to do with him being able to punch as hard as he as hard as he he does? Well, there's two factors. Mm-hmm. One, we already know steroids. Two, Jesus. He prays to Jesus every uh, night. Ah, that's the one. He gives him the power. That's the one. Nah, but <laughs> I think that. Do you think that's fair? Do you think people should just be banned completely out of the UFC? Like, should not if you're ever caught with any kind of steroid, anabolic steroid, whatever it means, pictograms or whatever the fuck, you should just be barred from the sport. Period. You think so? I think so because the way it works is if it's not EPO, something that's going to enhance cardio. If it's something that like changes your 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 your, your fiber, your muscle fibers, that's in you forever. I don't give a fuck. It's like, oh, I'm off it now. You're, you're forever changed. Mm. You're forever. Maybe you're not healing as fast, so you're not like recovering as fast. But your tissue is forever changed, right? And there's a lot of residue that that you that you get from using those type of things. So, in all fairness, I think that you should just be banned from the sport. But that's just my my take on that. So, I'm picking Quinlan. I love watching the dude fight. 
you know, I've I've seen from the, the contender series and some of his past fights outside of the organization, but I still don't think he's it's fair. I think he shouldn't be in the UFC, but that's just my take. I kind of agree, especially since he got into the UFC after a contender series win and then he popped. Like that but, I feel like that's like kind you of You know what I'm saying? But up. then then he popped again. Yeah, but, that's why they canceled, but right? They said that it was like whatever was left over in his system from the first time he popped. But what does it matter if he popped, period? That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's my point. It's like, like oh, no, no, no. It's fine. It was the first one. Because he spent, he he um, he um was already punished for it. And he served his time, his quote unquote what time was, was time? Uh, 90 day suspension. That's it? Yeah. What? Yeah. I thought it would be more than that. What about, never mind. I feel you. I feel you. Wait, crazy. Who, who decides the suspension? The Athletic State Commission. So do they they decide it upon like how much trace amount? Yeah, is found? how much trace amount is found, the levels, and all that stuff. Meanwhile, Nick Diaz gets banned for life for weed. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's extremely fucked up. Yeah, Listen, the rules. The rules. You know how it is, man. That's just that's just politics in general. Like the right. rules are just the rules are the rules based off of someone how someone else is, someone else feels, someone in position feels. Mm. It's all about their feelings about how they feel because I said so. Right. That's all it is. But you can get a judge in a somebody be going to jail, going to court for something, and then they just get a judge. Judges in a bad mood that day. You might have looked at him wrong. Somebody cut him off in traffic. He's like, Nah, you know what? We doubling the years <laughs> that you're supposed to get. We doubling it because you sitting there looking kind of tough, like you tough. You ain't tough. I'm gonna show you. I'm tough. Right. Like shit like that. Right. <laughs> in real life, yeah. that's what it is. Though I mean, yeah, people that never competed in the sport ever and getting to pick and choose what they get to, what happens. Yep. Politics, like you said. I guess it works out for some people, though. The Maroon says, maybe more severe fines for the more benefit you could receive from it. I think you should just be banned. I Like, why? What's, what is the point of, oh, you got suspended. Don't do it again. Like, right. That, I don't understand it. What is the point? Think about it. It's like, oh, the risk. So people want to risk it. Someone doesn't mind getting suspended for a little bit. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll risk it. If I get caught, then I won't do it again. Especially if they already got the money, they got whatever, they chilling. It's like, all right, I'll risk it. John Jones. But if you know, if I do this, I'm gone. Like, I can't compete ever again in this sport. I can't do anything. You know, people would just, we probably wouldn't even need USADA. Right. <laughs> Motherfuckers would just be like, oh, now I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm not risking that. They're not risking their entire career. Mm. So Yeah, that would make a lot of changes for sure. 100%. Because like you said, there's still people out there still popping, or yeah. not popping. Still I, would, I would argue, I would argue and say about 75 to 80% of the UFC. I'd say 75% is still on steroids. Which is absolutely absurd. Well, not steroids, PEDs. Right, which is absurd. That's that's absolutely absurd. If the, if that number is true and correct, I know guys personally who are on the stuff, and now it's just like they're on the sauce, and it's like yo, whatever. It is what it is. That's fucking crazy, and they're in the UFC. Yeah, you easily. better be careful because you know, chat. Sometimes they don't have time. I mean, they have too much time on their hands. They will go through every single. Person go through whatever they want. It don't matter. So that doesn't mean I train with them. I know them. That means I train with them. Well, chat's going in saying, Accessor said, depends on a lot of factors. I think if you can prove it was tainted supplements, you should be fine. And Wadi said, why would Dana ban you? He can keep you filling up prelims for 6K. <laughs> That's true. And Fluffy Hasby said, sad reality is drug development is so far ahead of detection that for people with money, you saw it as just an IQ test. Facts. That is true. That is one. I agree with that 100%. You saw it as not easy to beat. I can tell you that right now. You saw it's not I mean, they're at your door. Usman said something recently, didn't yeah, he? All you got to do is just stay in his bed. Right. Low key. 
Wait, you said they, that easy. They're <laughs> not easy to beat, or they no, are. No, they are easy to beat. Okay, they are extremely not. easy to beat. So you saw it. You saw it as a joke, <laughs> straight up. You saw it as a joke. I tell you right now, you saw it as a joke. Damn. It, it's it's <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Let's not forget. <laughs> Move on. Let's get to the next fight. You saw it as a joke. Period. No, you have a very nice USADA testing, man. My guy is, is great. He's great, but um, he's very good. With he's him. very good. He's thorough. He's very thorough. But good people. If I needed to, if I needed to hide some stuff in general from USADA, I know that I could. Really? Yes, one hundred percent. Better not. Uh. Especially now. That was that, that would yeah, be right? hot for you now. So man, come on. I don't need. I don't need it though. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't need, need anything. So. They could come. I don't need anything. So come on. Come on with it. Josh Quinlan, though, minus 275, and Jason Witt, plus 225. 2K said Randy on his top G, 100%. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Next fight. Top G. You know a hot, a hot take that I had on on YouTube? What? That uh, uh, top G um, stands came for me crazy. If you go to my YouTube channel, you see, like, them dudes are just fucking fiends for this dude i'm like bro here's a hill that i'll fucking die on jake paul will knock the fuck out of andrew tate oh there's people saying andrew tate yeah i said it and that's what i'm here to represent everyone's like oh they're writing like oh this dude has kickboxing experience motherfucker did you look at this dude's kickboxing experience did you he's the ultimate can crusher <laughs> the ultimate fucking can crusher he's yeah. also got crushed by other cans bro this dude was fucking 20 something and and nine or 20-something and whatever, right? A, a single-digit number, fighting a guy that was three and four. Oh, yeah. Then fighting another guy, making his debut. He's just running numbers up. Right. He's just running numbers up. So I don't care what any of y'all said. I'm looking. I don't care about the politics. I don't care about the popularity. I'm not playing the favoritism game. I'm not, oh, I like this guy, so this is the guy. Or I like this guy, so that's the guy. Bro, I don't give a fuck about Jake Paul nor Andrew Tate. What I see from Jake Paul looking at a skill set, period, and the time that he's been putting in, and what I saw from J- from Andrew Tate giving all the quote-unquote experience he has in these high-level matches and being a world champion, quote-unquote, Jake Paul in a boxing match will fuck him up and today. Once, yeah. once again, it's boxing, not It's kickboxing. boxing. It is not kickboxing. Right. And I don't, that, how people can't get that through their heads? People cannot get that through that, and I don't understand. It is different. It is if you haven't done it, you will not understand. It is not the same. Not talking about MMA versus boxing. Okay, it's an obvious difference. But now we're talking kickboxing versus boxing. Well, they're more similar. They're closer. Shut the fuck up. You never been in the ring. You don't know what you're talking about. I fought kickboxing. I fought boxing. I fought MMA. I, I spar with some of the best in the world when it comes to boxing. No. No, it is completely different. Jake Paul will beat the fuck out of Andrew Tate. This may be a dumb question, but kickboxing compared to boxing, are kickboxers who like strictly do kickboxing, are they going to boxing gyms or is it like they have their own kickboxing? No, they gyms? do. They cross train, but it is is it's they have their own typically. Right, they have their like own They're more a kickboxer is more likely to train with a group of MMA fighters than they are right. to walk in a boxing gym. Right, right, right. It's safer. Ah, I see. I promise you that. It's safer because they take away your tools from kicking and you just go straight and box in a boxing gym. A lot of these dudes are getting clapped. Mm. And it's like dudes just don't understand it. It's not the same. It is completely different. It's a whole nother world. And it goes back to the point that I made back in the day when I was telling y'all some of your favorite fighters right now 
Guys that you think have some of the best boxing in the game. Remember, everyone was like, oh, Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz got some of the best boxing. They were good at what they did. They were good in MMA for sure. Respect. But they in the boxing gym getting cooked by some random fucking amateur that nobody knows. Some random amateur that doesn't give a fuck about MMA, doesn't care who he is. He's just cooking every day in the gym. That's all he knows. And they say, oh, you up. You got to spar this dude. You up next. Jump in. Wilding. Wilding the fuck out on your favorite guy. I, I'm telling you. And it's like, dudes are all dying. They, don't, they in the comments dying on this on these places that on these hills that they have no understanding about. Writing it's like whole manifesto. Writing whole they writing out whole shits and like Thesis oh I, and papers. I don't know anything. I don't know anything, but you know everything. It's like what are you talking about, bro? You've never even you have zero combat experience. I think they take offense to their Lord and Savior Andrew Tate. It's fucking nuts, bro. It's the incel army that he's built. It's it's actually wild. It's fucking nuts, it's bro. It's like, weird. yo, he I, I like Andrew Tate. I actually agree with a, a few of his takes. Some of the stuff is too over the top. But he he was a fighter. He has experience and I understand where he's coming from. But listen to me, man. He's not a boxer. And if he boxed, they'd be like, oh, well, what have Jake Paul accomplished? Not much, but he's been putting in the work. He's younger. He's been putting in the work. I'm watching him spar. I'm watching him put in the work. The dude is actually, how long are we going to run with the narrative of him being an, a, oh, he's just a YouTuber. He is no longer a YouTuber. Time's up. Hmm. Time's up. He's no longer a YouTuber. He is now an amateur. But he's an amateur, in my opinion, he's an amateur level boxer. Maybe not a good one. Maybe not great. Before his weight class, he's okay. He's decent. Maybe not a high level uh, pro boxer. No, but he's decent. He's a solid amateur. Send him he's to the scaled, gloves. Though. Send him to the say he's all right. Send him to the gloves. Send him to the metros. He'll do okay. Not to say he'll win, but he'll do okay. Andrew Tate is 37 years old. Damn. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Hasn't fought in forever. And when he did fight, he was the ultimate can crusher. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Rant's over. Stop. <laughs> so alertness SRX said Randy Def had an extra cup of coffee today. Did you? I did. <laughs> Also, the Maroon said, Randy, what weight class would you box at, pro at, 75, 75. or 68? 75. There you go. What were you going to um, say? Sorry. No, I was just going to say I, uh, a video about Andrew Tate's kickboxing career. A neutral video. It wasn't like for him or against him, just reporting the facts. came up on my uh, recommended yesterday on YouTube, so I watched it. And the guy was talking about like how would he square up with someone like Jake Paul and I mean, he pretty much said the same thing. He's like, he wouldn't have his kicks, which seemed to be like the one of his stronger suits. Mm -hmm. He was a kicker. All he did was fucking spam kicks. Yeah. The dude couldn't punch for shit. Yeah. Really? No. He got long legs. So he he got, just, all he did was spam kicks and move out the way. Listen, and try to like use his legs, straighten up. Typical tall man syndrome. When guys are not that great, but they have attributes to rely on that'll help them. Like tall guys, typically, instinct. Your instinct is to extend and just... Mm. To lean back When he fought a guy That had similar dimensions to him You know what the fuck happened He got KO'd He would get knocked out he Got KO'd Yes A lot I say a lot The one fight I saw Of him getting KO'd Was that I know it's a fight People fighters get KO'd It happens It's just not like A disrespect to him But just <laughs> this is what it is This is to his Incel fucking army <laughs> Like y'all are idiots bro Like if you don't Understand fighting Just then don't have Such a strong stance Like be open to to converse and like listen You know what I'm saying Like you don't know shit Not because that's your favorite guy Like oh no Hell no What has Jake Paul done Like I don't give a fuck About neither of them I'm not sitting here Trying to tell you How good Jake Paul is Or how You know what I'm saying It's just I'm just telling you The fact from my perspective Is that He's a better boxer That's what it comes down to If they kickbox Andrew Tate was kick his fucking head 
to the fucking second row or whatever. He'd knock his head off. That's it. Um, also, Fluffy Hasby said, looking forward to footwork rant when Dominic Cruz comes up. Come on, man. You know it. <laughs> you know it, man. You know it. Listen, that's another one. He got the foot best. He got the quote unquote best footwork in the game. That's what they say. That's what he says. I don't know. Apparently, I've heard commentators and analysis say it. So, you know, it must be true. That's because that's their boy. They all commentate together. Yeah. I think we all know. Dominic Cruz be like this. <laughs> And they'd be like, yeah, they just be riding him like, yeah, he just be like this. Ali shuffling his shit out of this. Ah, can't touch me. Everyone thinks it's like <laughs> the greatest thing ever. Best is this the greatest fighter yeah. of all time? <laughs> no, I'm joking. He's a legend. Shout out Dom Cruz. Shout out Dom. We we'll, love you, we'll Dom. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> um, also, just on the Andrew Tate thing, I found out today that um, Andrew Tate has like actually a young army of young guys who are believing in that stuff and are coming up under like the church of Andrew Tate low key. Oh, yeah, that's, like, I mean, that's obvious. That's great to know. It's obvious. That's scary. Yeah. That's extremely scary. Especially as a woman. That's scary. That's it's weird. Not, like, listen, I don't even want to stay here too long. Cause we're kind of here too long, but um, listen, bro, the dude has good facts. It's just the delivery is not great. So there's a lot of things that I do believe in a lot of things that do make a lot of sense, but the delivery isn't great. And there's, and it's not good, especially for the younger generation of like, the incels that just are inside on a computer that never even seen, touched, felt the skin of a woman in their life. But not even just about stuff with women. I think in a lot of ways, he's just like misses the mark. Mm, I think he's a troll. I don't think he misses the mark. I think he's a troll. And some of the things is shock jock. He's, he's intended to be a shock jock or a lot of it is just like, Oh, uproar because of the delivery. You know what I'm saying? So like, I get it. You got to take that for what it is. Um, but, I think that for the kids who believe in that and take that as Bible, I think they're just very young minded and just mad young and just haven't experienced life yet. Because when you start to go outside and have to deal with women and deal with people and you realize fast, you ain't the one The you 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 are not the fucking one percent that get to live like that. So stop it. You are not the one percent of man that can move like that. And even if you can move like that, a lot of people ain't fucking with it. So. A lot of people. Yeah, like, stop it. <laughs> stop. Stop. You, no. You're not going to be able to move the way he's moving. So don't apply that to your fucking day-to-day going to work and shit and trying to talk to your coworkers like that because it's not going to work, bro. No one's going to like you, honestly. Yeah, everyone's going <laughs> to fucking like hate you, bro. Yeah. He's going to be an asshole. No one's going to like you, bro. Just, just literally like that. I mean, that's what he's setting these people up for, though. Pretty much. But they believe it. Exactly. So it's their own fault. What are you going to do about it, though? All right, anyway, back to it. Next Back to fight. it. Yes. Next fight. A fellow Jamaican, Odie Osborne versus Tyson Nam. Nam. Shout out Ode, man. Right? Shout out Ode. He, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I had to do it. He's still pretty new. He is. He is pretty, pretty new. new, right? How long has he been in the UFC for? How many fights he got in the UFC? Let me pull I want to say, say four. Yeah, I don't think it's two. I'm going to take a wild many. guess. I think it's four. He has had one, two, three, four. Yeah, this is his, this is going to be his fifth fight in the UFC. Mm, that was a good guess. Uh, and three of those four fights come by. Oh, excuse me. Never mind. He has two knockouts coming off a knockout in his last fight over uh, the guy you know actually, Zaruk Adeshev, right? You yes, sir. Um, on a two fight win streak, Odie Osborne is definitely a, a a prospect coming up in the flyweight division. Would you say? I'd say so. He's got big, big power. power. Yeah, big knocks power. people out. And the thing is, he's wiry, um, very unorthodox. 
Um, yeah. Just, I don't know. He's just so unorthodox. You could tell he's very strong. But if we want to talk about, let's talk about Tyson Nam, though. Tyson Nam is super underrated. Mm-hmm. Wins, loss, wins, loss, struggle with consistency. Right. But you know what I say about guys like this? When I see guys like this that typically have a win-loss, win-loss, win-loss record, win a few, lose a two, win a few, win, lose a few, these guys are guys that I think that are searching for themselves. They have the ability. They just never really found their footing. Mm. They know that they – we all know they're good. There's glimpses of greatness every time. We're like, wow, this guy is actually pretty damn good. But he's struggling to find the perfect balance of how to apply what he's doing in the gym into the octagon, right? And I, that, I'm speaking from my experience, right? This is how I felt, so I can always recognize it when I'm like, damn, this guy's really good, but he's having trouble finding his footing in the octagon because it could be anything. It could be struggling with fixing the weight cut process. It could be struggling with uh, maybe how I did my camp last time, working on my cardio, like the structure of it, you know, so I can be, I can peak at the right times. It can be um, a mindset thing of how do I get in there and 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 play my game and not worry about my opponent so much. It can be so many things. And once they get that comfortability of being in the octagon and being themselves and understanding how to apply their game in all scenarios, that's when you see people start to go on these streaks. Mm. That's when you start to see people find themselves and you're like, okay, this is, this is the guy, you know, but, and I think Tyson Nam is one of those guys. And I think he's still finding himself. Cause I look at him when I look at him, I see glimpses of greatness. I see good things that he does. I'm like, wow, this dude's actually pretty damn good. Mm. But he struggles with consistency, and I think it's just him finding himself and finding how to put it all together. Also, though, trying to find himself and putting it all together at the age of 38, that's pretty tough. <laughs> that is, is that not? That is tough. That's, that's real I didn't know tough. He was yeah, he's 38, so he's up there. Damn. When did he get to UFC? Uh. Why well, Phil always coming with the hard facts? <laughs> just hey, cool. always facts in the back end. Of- I'm thinking this dude is like, oh, maybe like 31, 32. I'm like, all right, so he's like hitting his prime now. He's in his prime, and now he's like, he's like, nah, dog, he's 30, 37. Like. <laughs> Phil always with the backhanded compliments <laughs> or like the. Hey, I- I'm just speaking facts. He got into UFC September 2019, and this is going to be a sixth fight in the UFC. Okay, so. That's he got into what thirty? Yeah, he was he was already he was already older when 30, he got 30, in 30, 36? He was already a little older when if he got he's in. He's thirty eight now. That was three years ago, so he was thirty five. Uh, so not bad, not bad, but still, I'm so going coming I'm, into the UFC. You got to go on if you're going. If you're in, that, if you're like that age, especially in a, in a lighter weight class, when, when you're in a lighter weight classes, you know first thing that goes when you get older is the speed, and you need that speed. With all that being said, you already know I'm rocking with O'Day Osborne to get mm-hmm. it done. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Oday as well in this Oday one. is just too wiry, too unpredictable, Super too unorthodox. The punches are coming at weird angles. I think that I think that he's a problem, so I'm o- taking him. Oday is the favorite at minus 245, and Tyson Nam plus 205. Also, shout out Wadi. Gifted a sub to Colossus Kid. One time for Wadi. Wadi's, Wadi, Wadi's been a, a gentleman. He's been a gentleman lately, right? A real Scottish gentleman. He's, he's scared guy. of getting banned. Not even. Nobody, it's, it's just, oh, speaking of that, that's something we need to address today. Oh, what happened? Oh, yeah, I saw a message. I didn't I didn't see what happened. I was work. Yeah, the dis- Discord. Um, Not even address. I just want to let it be known. Like, a lot of times the Discord gets out of hand. I know we joke around a lot. I said it last time, too. We joke around a lot. We always 
we have a good time. I'm good. I'm all good with having a good time. But y'all got to understand at the same time, if you care about the community, it's not a troll server. Sometimes it can be a little bit off-putting when we have new members joining. And then we have just everybody, it's just mayhem and people wilding out. You know what I mean? And posting all kind of, we can't even, it's it's cool. It's cool. But sometimes we cross the line. You know, You're sometimes. Saying let them get their feet wet. Yeah, let, come through not even that. It's like just, we got to be easy. Let's dial it back down to about a four to five out of ten with the trolling. And not only that. Respect each other. <laughs> Respect each other. I know they're talking crazy in the chat. I know chat is talking spicy right now. I'm not oh, even paying Wadi no mind. actually said something hilarious. Just, Wadi's been pretty good lately. Once we because we talked to him about <laughs> dialing it back down, and everybody has. I know he's talking bullshit right now, right? <laughs> but everybody's he's dialed it down in the Discord, and I love that. But also, two K is another one that's been been on one for some reason lately. I don't know why, but I need y'all to just kind of kind of chill out, kind of chill out. Just respect each other. Chill with the with the um. It's not racism, right? But still, it's just like the white and black remark. Well, not black. It's always white. <laughs> you come for the like white you're people, white. Right? Yeah, so, you know, just chill out for a little bit and like, because there's new people in the Discord. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a good look on us or me. So I'm just saying that. Just chill out. I need y'all to just kind of just love each other, man. Goddamn, is that too much to ask for? Of course not. Well, I mean, Wadi okay. said, <laughs> "I showed my ass once, and now it's more regulated than China." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, but also if we're doing we're doing a lot of new things in the Discord. Everybody loves to have fun. I like to have fun. I kick it with y'all. You know what I mean? No, what fighters doing that with y'all? I'm in there like y'all like we like like we homies. Like you live down the block. Like I'm just kicking it with y'all all day, just chatting shit. No fighters doing that with y'all. So just keep it keep it respectful, man, and don't don't cross any lines with each other, and let everybody have a good time and enjoy. Don't mess it up for everybody, bro. That's it. There you go. So Wadi can. S- Still show ass? No, Wadi cannot okay. show ass. <laughs> Just want to clarify for him. Move on. <laughs> yeah, move on. Damn, Randy came out with the belt. Reprimand everybody. Oh, that's good. It's necessary. Um, can I call excessive white still? I mean, he is white. You can call him white. Definitely. I'm just saying, respect each other. That's all I'm saying. Respect 2K each said, other. I will stop with the white talk when Randy actually gives us the weekly breakdowns. Right, the breakdowns are coming. Relax. Relax, bro. The <laughs> breakdowns are coming. Oh, man. Okay. Up next. It's just... Oh. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> we have a lot of plans for the Discord, is all I'm saying. We do. We have a ton of plans for the Discord, and it's just not good for us as a community. Not good optics, you're saying? Yeah, it's just not good for us, bro. For If, if we want the community to grow and you want us to do the things that we plan to do for everyone, Stop. Stop. That's it. Is it possible? Because I know them. All right. Is it possible to have a certain channel in there that's like go off? Excessive recommended that for sure. We could even do that. I think that makes sense. Like where anything go. Well, except no, not, for, everything. not everything. Not everything. Not but everything. Definitely. But you know where you could just let it out. Those moments. If you want to get that off, go in to get off. All right. Ooh. Next up. All righty. Next up, we got Gabriel Benitez versus Charles Antivados. Uh, Gabriel Benitez. Well, actually, Charles, Charles Antiveros. He was in a. I think he's on a. Bro, he got cut. This dude has fought at eighty five. He fought Kevin Holland at eighty five. Yeah, he did, and he fought. Uh. Yeah, he did actually, and he's a lightweight. Yeah, wait, hold on, that's crazy. Yeah. That was his debut. Yeah, he just took the opportunity, probably, and was just like, yo, fuck it. And he lost TKO submission to slam. 
And now he's on a t- another TKO loss to Steve Garcia. A fight that I'm pretty sure I remember he was actually winning. It was in the first round. He was, or the second round, he was doing very well in the first round. Almost knocked uh, his opponent out, but ended up losing that fight. Uh, I feel like with Charlie Ontiveros, it seems like he's got a lot, a lot of holes in this game. Like, watching his fights, it's like, it looks, not, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but it kind of looks sloppy. No. Or maybe he's just inexperienced. He's not ready for the for the UFC. I yet. mean, he's eleven and eight record at thirty one years old. Uh, I don't know. You know, wait. Sometimes when you look at guys, and I hate to, I don't even want to. Hmm. Sometimes the thing is with MMA fighters, a lot of times there can be a huge. If you're not coming from a specific background, if you're not coming from like a wrestling background, if you're not coming from a boxing background, if you're not coming from, if you're not young enough to go into a sport, right? Where into a gym that's doing everything, you know what I mean? Say the gym is doing everything and you're, you're able to get developed and slowly. Oh, 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 there we go. And everything's, and everything's being instilled in you and you have to learn everything at one time. You know what I mean? Like an MMA gym. If you're not young enough for that and you never started in one or one particular sport or the other, I think it's a recipe for disaster. Mm. Because what happens is you you end up missing, especially if you don't have a coach that can like be behind you and kind of guide you the way and you take one step at a time. A lot of times you'll see guys with just massive holes in their game, right? It'll just be they'll be maybe okay at one area. Okay in another And then just a great In another area It's just all over the place Right There's no real fundamentals In their skill set And I don't even know If that makes sense Right It's just They don't They'll just be And when I say holes It'll just be They're just not good at Certain things That you expect them To be good at A guy may have a Nice right hand Or a nice low kick Or But then like The setup will just be Completely off the wall Mm -hmm. The way he carries his hands The way he moves His elbows are flared out And it's just and I think that just comes from not having good fundamentals and good basics because you end up skipping the basics because what happens is you see, you'll watch guys and you see, oh, shit, that looks cool. Let me practice that. Oh, shit, that was dope. Let me practice that. Oh, shit, that looks cool. Let me get some of that. And then you just mix it. And then you have this fucking Frankenstein type True, of game right. where it's like, yikes. It ain't <laughs> pretty, yeah. Yeah, it, it, but you miss a whole. And you can be awkward and dangerous as a motherfucker. But it's all gimmicky and like weird because there's no real foundation to your actual skill set, and that's where that's where where we we run into a problem. And I think you can see it in a lot of guys. Like, and yeah, shit happens. I mean, happens I feel I feel like we've seen that with a, a decent amount of fighters who actually do well in the UFC. Yeah, some guys took that and ran with it, man. Like Tony Ferguson, right? Tony Ferguson. But, but here's the thing: for he had a wrestling background. True. What about Sean Strickland? Strickland wrestled too. Did he? Yeah. Strickland, there's pictures of Strickland in a singlet, really? bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. But also in the boxing, again, he has a ton of holes in the stand up, but mm-hmm. people love them and he has a good jab. So. Um, but with these guys, I, I don't know too much about them. I know they're both coming in on a two fight losing streak. Uh, Gabriel Benitez has been in the UFC for. For a while, for tw- since 2014, damn, yeah, the dude, the dude, and he kicks a like a mule. Holy shit, yeah, he's been around. Good, solid body kicks. Um, I'm taking him in this fight. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he could get the job done, but um, 
Is that I don't know. I don't know. I'm leaning. I'm leaning Gabriel. I mean, leaning Gabriel. With the odds alone, minus three forty for Gabriel Benitez to plus two eighty Charlie Antiveros. That's a pretty heavy favorite there. It's always interesting when they put two guys that just fought each other on the same card. That I know. That's it's it him. is. He his last fight was against Onama. His last fight was against yes, it was, and he got knocked out. Oh. That is pretty interesting. I, I feel like that happens a lot. We've been seeing that. I remember I brought it up another time nah. that that happens. You feel like it's beef, right? It's like, yo, when I see you. I feel like for some people, most of the time it's probably not. Most of the time it's probably not even like anything. It's like, you know, fuck this guy. When I see him next time, watch. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to get mine. Um, no, nah, it's never like that. I was going to say, it's I never feel like that. that. <laughs> it's actually just, probably cool. Yeah, exactly. Mouty Mouth said, attention, Phil and Randy, I may have had a little too much fun with the logo of the show. Look in general. <laughs> Wait, that actually is lit. <laughs> Wait, that's actually really funny. Yeah, Look, I like we're, that. We're combined now. Damn, that's actually sick. The Hell yeah, Mouty Mouth. That's good shit. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That actually works. That's All a right. good one. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate it. Also, 2K said, friendly reminder that the one time Randy took Strickland, he got sent to the shadow, shadow realm. Dog. They don't yes. Forget. Can we talk about it? They don't forget. Can we talk about it? Go for it. We've, I, Bro, here was my thing on Strickland, and everybody used to just blow me off. Like, nah, bro, Strickland is a dog. And I'm like, I used to sit here and tell y'all Strickland was not good. And I know it's not a good thing to do, but I just got frustrated, bro. Like, yo, look at this dude. He's breaking all the fucking rules. I was just get frustrated. Like, look, he's doing everything wrong and beating the fuck out of these dudes, right? He would do everything wrong. And... All I could see was all the holes in this game. And I'm like, how is nobody taking advantage of this? To the point where I was just like, you know what? It must be a feeling. Sometimes a thing looks a certain way, but it just feels completely different. And I was like, yo, you just got to feel it probably. Because I'm like, anything that comes around. I've been saying this shit for months. I'm like, anything that comes around is going to lay him the fuck down. Hooks, spinning hook kicks, anything. Because the dude just carries his hands on his chest. And his only defense is to pick shit off with his elbows and lean straight back. How? How has nobody beat this dude yet, right? Well, the people beat him in the past, but when he was on that streak. And all it took was an actual striker with some actual striking ability to just walk up to him and throw a left hook. (laughs) What I've been talking about forever. It's like, bro, he's susceptible to just getting beat by guys that are good for some reason i don't know not to say that the guys he hasn't fought weren't good but shit man that was frustrating to watch and then i never picked him i always picked against him every pick and he won every single time and i said it the one time i picked him to win i was like fuck it i might as well pick him to win chinned (laughs) (laughs) fluffy house we said strickland gets ko'd by two times glory champ randy he's no good Listen, I've always said that. I've always, and I'm never, you know, on the show, I never really just pick on a fighter. I, I hate like saying, this is the guy, oh, this, like dissecting someone's skill set and being, this guy sucks. Or, but Sean Strickland's a piece of shit, bro. It's like, I, it's okay. I think I could do that to him. <laughs> Fuck Sean Strickland. He sucks. Well, the Maroon also asked, he said, what do you think of Strickland sparring a few days after he got KO'd by Pereira? I understand he's a grown man who can make his own decisions, but I feel like a good coach shouldn't have let him. He don't got no coach. He's just himself. He's just living his life. He's an idiot, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's an idiot. He's just living his life, bro. Who's gonna stop him? And I feel like that's the most Sean Strickland thing to do. If you if you're surprised by that, I don't know what else you should be surprised about. Because I mean, I feel like that's the most like he was he was gonna do that regardless. Yeah. So like, hey, I'm surprised he didn't go backstage and be like, oh man, I didn't get my rounds. <laughs> Shit. 
And just, hey, coach, put your gloves on. Right? And they just start going really? backstage. Why is that what he Fresh doing? out the hospital or some shit. Uh, I can easily see that. God damn. Um, but yes, Gabriel Benitez minus three forty. Charlie's on Charlie Antiveros plus two eighty. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, let's talk about Angela Hill. Angela Hill versus Lupe Godinez. Angela Hill is like I I don't know what it is. She's doing like the challenge of like taking easy fight, impossible challenge. Like every fight that she's been in, she is like a crazy tough fight for her. Yeah. A tough opponent is what I mean. Like she's had no easy fights in her past however many couple, and she's on a pretty hefty losing streak. I feel like she won her last one too. Wasn't was that the one where it seemed like she was robbed? No, her last no. one she got out grappled. Yeah. Oh, so which one was it? Wasn't there? It was a few times she she's been robbed a couple times. Yeah, so. like Michelle Watterson, she got robbed. Uh, yeah, I just remember it being like really. Um, but. Well, yeah. she did post on her Instagram that she's coming to ru- ruin everybody's parlays. So she did say that. So she's feeling confident she's about con- herself. Very confident. Thirteen and twelve record, uh, three fight losing streak, um, five losses in her last six fights. Sheesh. So I mean, that's tough. But okay. you look at the fights, the fighters she lost to: Tisha Torres, Amanda Lemos, and Virna Jandy Roba. Now, yeah, she's fight. She's only fought the top of the top competition. And it's funny when you say, "All right," so you say like, "Hey, maybe she should step back and take a step step down in competition." I I don't really agree with that. I think that, granted, she got robbed in a few, but I also think that the UFC is in charge of this matchmaking. Sometimes the fans get into, bro, you should fight more. Why don't you not fight? Why don't you not fight this guy? You should be fighting this guy. What the hell? And I'm like, well, it's not up to me, bro. You think it's like I'm just telling the UFC, like, yo, call up. <laughs> Call up Holland. Tell him, like, D-Rod, come tell, on. tell him run this shit. Like, like, tell him to sign it. Like, that's not how it works, you know, like. I would love it if it worked like that. Um, you can make your suggestions, right? We, you know, and and if they reach out to the other fighter, they sometimes the other fighter can also decline, and then the other fighter may come up and, on the internet and start talking spicy. Like that's not the case, but a lot of times that is the case. Um, but it's not up to her. I don't think it's up to her. If she, if I was, I'm pretty sure there were other other opportunities for her to fight other people, but the UFC, this is what the UFC wanted. So, I mean. They want. I feel like Lupe Lupe Gudinez. Uh, uh, she's a. Ever since she got like some crazy record, I think she got like most takedowns in some fight or something. And then she fought back to back, and she was the what is it the shortest span of a back to back fight. She fought. It was like I don't know know how many days, and she's a very wrestle ba- heavy base wrestler. Which is horrible for for uh, for, Angela. for Angela. Exactly, style. Angela's she's a striker, striker. obviously. Uh, I think the UFC is trying to push Loopy because she's got a fan base behind her now. I mm-hmm. think uh, she's a good fighter, but for Angela, this is another uh, just another tough fight. What, like you said, wrestling wrestling based fighter against a striker is. I feel like the wrestler is going to win almost every time. Almost more often than not, right? Yeah. But also, what are you going to do with? You got to see from a business point of view, right? What are you going to do with Angela Hill for marketing? I, I mean, at this point, it's, it's Angela Hill's maxed out. Yeah, that's that's true too. You know, so. There's nothing really that the UFC is going to do. They're only going to use her to promote the newer, younger stars who are going to be newer, younger potential stars. Mm. You know, there is no new fan base that you're going to be able to create for Angela Hill at this moment. Right. Because everybody knows who she is. She's already established what she's established and accomplished what she's accomplished. So she's got a big fan base, though, I would say. Yeah, for sure. She's pretty popular. And she, she is. But this is going to be tough. She loses this one. 13 and 13 record. Yeah. But I think from now on, this is. 
she they're gonna use her to try to create others, but it's up to her right now to uh to change the narrative and throw the monkey wrench in the system and say, you know what? Nah, I ain't taking it late. I ain't going out laying down. So I mean, I do like Loopy, but I also like Angela Hill a lot. I want Angela Hill to win this fight, but this is gonna be a tough one for her. Yeah. She still has a career in UFC regardless, though. Right. She does yeah, commentating she, and stuff. Or not commentating. She does like the booth, whatever, right? Yeah. Doesn't she? Um, Chewy said, bro, don't mess, don't mess with Angela. Her grandparents were abducted by aliens, bro. She isn't human. True story. Look oh, it yeah, up. that actually is true. Her, yeah. uh, I don't know if it was her grandpa or like a great grandpa. They were, f- they became famous because they were uh, a couple that said that they were abducted by aliens. Yeah. Oh, was and that back in the 60s? Yes. It was, oh, it was the show, uh. American Heart yeah, Story. Yeah, that's her, that's her. She's that's related to them. That's supposed to be her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's she's related to them. Oh, that's interesting. I think it was like an interracial couple too, and that's yeah. why people were like they didn't believe them. They were like, you know, whatever. Right. They did play that out on American Horror wow. Yeah, yeah. You believe in aliens? What? You believe in aliens? I believe in aliens. Yeah. You believe in aliens? Yeah, I used to not, but then once I like became more woke. Not a not woke, just like more fucking intelligent. I was like, Yeah, why would I why is our planet the only one with life? Aliens doesn't have to mean like little things that are like, you know, yeah, sure. but like, is there life on other planets? Yeah, Absolutely. of course. All right. Do you think people are getting abducted and shit like that? Abducted? And anal probed? Anal probed? You never heard that? <laughs> Destroy all humans? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know if people are getting abducted. I feel like that's been, I mean, they could be. Um, didn't, you know who else got abducted one time? <laughs> um, GSP. Oh, true. He said, yeah, he's another guy with <laughs> yeah, the just, aliens. He was like, yo, I don't remember. I would be driving and it'd be times that it would just split. Like there would be times where I just, I just don't remember. I'd be driving and next thing you know, I'd be home. <laughs> uh, That's Joe, Rogan, Joe Rogan asked, um, were those days happen? Were those uh, situations happen to occur like after hard sparring days or something, like, he was just, he's acting so simple. It's like no, he's like no, no, it's just, just random, man. I just shit would just happen. So Joe was insinuating that you was getting punched in your shit, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he has said that I do remember him talking about like he's a he's another one about aliens and all that shit. Yeah. You know what I've seen lately? What a lot of actually videos that've been coming out um, is the fucking. UFOs, like those little lights that are driving, like fluff driving, flying like erratically next to like fighter pilots and shit yeah. like that, that are like crazy fast and they can't keep up with them and they can't, they don't know what the fuck it is. And yeah, the government released footage of uh, I think it was like an air f- uh, jet fighter or whatever, like trying to tail one of these yeah, UFO things, and they were like, they, they were like on the com- communications of comms. He's like, I, he's like, it's going too fast, I can't follow it, and it just and like cut. disappears, it's just yeah, like cutting left and shit like yeah, that. Like, it's, no, it's crazy shit. That is kind of cool though. I ain't gonna and the you. UFC, re- I mean the UFC, the uh, American government released though the footage of that because they used to have that like classified, and yeah. then they like just t- decided to release it. That wow. was like U- official like U.S. Navy footage. Maybe they're just slowly introducing it to the people and like normalizing us and like you know desensitizing us to like more and more till eventually it's just gonna be like you know what fuck it we out here i'm f- doing business with them and shit uh, yeah for <laughs> real though i feel like that's very possible it is uh i mean they found they found water on like other parts other planets and shit yeah. so like what's water doing that what do you know like have they found water on other planets if there's water then, then there has, has life. to be life that's there's the water, assumption life. Yeah. they have they have found i think they found like other stuff yeah like other amoebas and stuff uh, yeah, i don't know um i mean that well, don't they say that aliens are the ones who help build pyramids and stuff? Oh but God. I think that's I'm out of here. that's not true. I'm no, that's here. not true. <laughs>
No, no, no. I wasn't gonna say that's true, but I'm saying if you go in like some of the whatever they like, their drawings of like these other weird ass things. But of course, they drew a bunch of shit. I'm not saying saying that they're aligned with the certain stars like perfectly. And well, that actually that stuff is true. Like pyramids from Egypt, the the pyramids, not the pyramids, the whatever the structures in uh, Mexico, and there's like another one that it like perfectly makes a triangle. Yeah, there's actually some weird shit. Wow. But I, I don't what if believe. it was just I know this is we're, we're getting away from fucking MMA and shit. But what if what if this we're gonna we're on, on this a little bit too long. But what is uh what if what if it was just like we just went extinct like and kind of like back in the day it was just fucking different kind of humans that were just Probably. very intelligent millions and millions of years ago and then the cycle is just we just died out and now we restarted. And then it just kept going trillions and trillions of years ago. It just keeps going in a cycle. But also, like, if this is why I say, like, as you just learn more, like, time is like, they say time. I can't even get into it. Forget it. Yeah, we're kind of. We'll be here all day. Who's high? I'm not high. I'm, I'm just wearing high. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm about high again. either. I'm about to. I'm not Fluffy high. Hasby said, we went from Josh Quinlan to anal probing aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and Ghost of Shadow Rat said, some crazy bro science going here, turning to the Joe Rogan app. Facts. If you guys want more of this talk, follow me. I'm about to get yeah. So so we smoke weed and go down the rabbit hole with y'all. Next up, man, what fight we got? We're on the main card now. Oh, Angela Hill plus two forty five, Loopy minus two ninety five. Yeah. Let's mm, if y'all want my full breakdown on that fight, check out exclamation point only fan. So. Okay. To start off, this is actually a good fight. A fight that I'm looking forward to. Middleweight fight between Bruno Silva and Gerald Mearshart. Gerald Mearshard, obviously a very heavy base grappler against Bruno Silva, a very heavy hitting striker. Do we see Gerald Mearshard get walked down again and then knocked out? Or do we see him grapple him to a win? Wrestle fuck him. I'm not going to say my pick because I got this on my parlay. Mm. What I will say is um, Bruno Silva has been known to carry big power in both hands. Mm-hmm. Not a bad grappler. Gerard doesn't Mearshot. rely on it. Yeah, it doesn't really rely on it. it relies on his power mostly. Gerard Mearshot, massive, massive uh, ground game. Very good at what he does on the ground. Um, <laughs> Bruno Silva. Well, not. Mearshot allowed this guy Hamzat. to walk. Hamzat to just walk him down, bro. He just allowed him to just walk up to him and punch him in his face. Literally, immediately back. Immediately, up. like the fight started, and the album, I'm never gonna get over that. I'm never gonna get it's over. Kinda, that. It's wild. It's just, and I think Hamzat got into his head, and the hype and everything like scared. Not to say that Hamzat, Hamzat is fucking great, but at the same time, as a professional athlete, you should just. I don't think at this level, there's no way someone should just walk up to you and just punch you in your face with one shot and knock you out when you knew he was coming. Right. I just don't see it. <laughs> I just, I just so. With the stand-up, I think is majorly it's just I think he has he has a huge hole in the stand-up. He is at a huge disadvantage, but on the ground, I think he has a huge advantage on the ground. So this is one of those fights is whoever can implement their game plan first is gonna win. But Mearshot did prove me wrong after that. I was just about to say. After that, he that next fight he fought, he Didn't looked he get a phenomenal. Or something? No, he just looked I think it was a decision, but he just looked maybe a Oh he uh, submission. He right, looked after phenomenal. his loss to Hamzat, he had three submission wins in a row. He looked great though. He was fucking teep kicking, uh, spinning. Right. The stand up looked really good. So it looked much improved from the time he fought Hamzat. But with Bruno Silva, that heavy power that he has, I don't see it doing well for Gerald. I see I see Bruno Silva 
I'm not going to say do the same thing as Hamza did, obviously. That's not going to happen. I don't think I don't think he'll let that mistake happen again, just backing straight up. But I feel like with Bruno Silva's power and his pressure, and he's just relentless, he keeps coming forward, I feel like that's going to be an issue for Gerald. No. And like you said, he's got some decent grappling. He doesn't he's, really rely on his grappling, but Gerald Mearshart's grappling is, it's like, isn't, would you say it's top level? I'd say so. I'd say for MMA, yeah, I think it's it's, it's up there. I would say it's better than Bruno, but on the other hand, his I striking mean, you saw obviously. Bruno, is, Bruno went to war with um Pereira. Pereira. Wadi said uh, that was <laughs> Wadi said um, that was his. This is Pereira's biggest test is <laughs> is Bruno Silva because that's probably what we were saying back in the day. Yeah. Um, but Aaron M says GM three by second round submission. I mean, if if he's gonna win, I, it has to be by submission, right? I don't see him getting a TKO no. or a KO. No, I don't no. see him going to decision. Well, he and could. Bruno's chin is fucking rock solid. Exactly, he got rocked by Pereira multiple times yeah, and yeah. didn't go down. Well, or didn't get knocked out. Um, but Bruno Silva minus two eighty five, Gerald Mearshart plus two forty. Mm. This fight right here is another fight I'm looking forward to. Get oh, to yeah? it. It is the Queen of Violence. Priscilla Cachoeira versus Ariane Lipsky. This is going to be a good fight. Queen of Violence, you like her? I like her. I got her picked in this one. Um, that's another free pick because she's not in the parlay, so I'll throw you out that one. But it's, uh, it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight for both ladies. They're both similar in dimensions, and they, they're... Um, they're very forward pressure type of fighters. Like they're gonna clash. They're gonna throw. They're, they're heavy strikers. And I mean, what's the girl's on the left name again? Uh, Priscilla Cachoeira. Priscilla. Priscilla fights exactly how her name sounds. Mm. Priscilla. <laughs> she, she's, what does that mean? Listen. What do you mean? What it means? Priscilla. I can't, what does that mean? I don't Priscilla. understand. Priscilla Griselda, like them type <laughs> names, right? Griselda. Griselda Priscilla. Griselda Blanco. Same, same family. Same. Like, yeah, like it's saying. like it's not pretty. It's fucking. It's 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 mean. Mm. It's nasty. She's in your face. She's a grinder. She's just. She's 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 nasty. She's like a Vandalay Silva, bro. She reminds Damn, me of. Yeah. She has that type of style. Like she's in your face. She's walking through everything that you throw at her, and she's throwing bombs. She'll take one to give you one. She'll take three to give you one. Mm. She's a monster. But the Queen of Violence is a savage. The Queen of Violence. She can. She's. I think she's faster. I think she has the better footwork. I think she can get to the mark faster, but still, she's uh, she's she's violent, man. She fights with a level of tenacity that you don't typically see from the other ladies. Mm. And this matchup right here is sadistic. They're going to go to a war. Banger. Yeah, I think this is definitely could be a finish or a fighter tonight with mm, these two ladies. Let's go. This is going to be a good one. Uh, Aaron M says Priscilla by decision. And Mouty Mouth said Priscilla is the one who gouged her opponent's eye to try and get out of a choke. Very dirty move. Did that happen? What about the out. grappling? Chat, what do y'all think about the grappling? I couldn't even tell you, bro. Queen of Violence does, does it even she has a beautiful submission. I mean, I, the one submission I've seen for her, from her was that knee bar. A nasty knee bar attempt oh, on that one girl that was going oh. for the uh she was going for a, a calf slicer on her and she just grabbed her ankle and just pulled it up nasty knee bar from the top. I remember that actually. Yeah. Um Mouty Mouth said Priscilla is the one who gouged her opponent's eye to try and get out of a choke. I just Oh, said I'm sorry. That. I'm so sorry, please. Granny Shifting said Priscilla Pursuits. 
And Aaron M said Lipsky missed weight last week and wasn't medically cleared after to compete, so it was a bad weight cut. Ooh, we didn't. We were unaware of that. Wait, she was supposed to fight last week. Yep, Lips, Lipsky missed weight last week and wasn't medically cleared after to compete, so it was a bad weight cut. Oh, well, that changes things. That ain't good. Mm. This, but she made weight this time, right? I would imagine so. Damn, having to cut weight twice. One yeah. of them was and botched. If they, exactly. If one of them was bad, that's real tough. Yeah, that sucks. Damn. Well, Priscilla's the underdog at plus 175, and Ariana's the favorite at minus 205. All right. Next, next, next. Oh. Up next, we got Devin Clark versus Azmat Murzaknov. Uh, I don't know much about. He made his the Russian dude. He just made his debut. He just made his uh, debut on a contender series, quote unquote debut on a on a contender series. Um, Why you say quote unquote is because it's a contender series, series. Not a real debut. Yeah, it's not a real debut. Oh, he's got the flying knee win over Tafan Chukwi in yeah. March of 2022. Yeah. Okay. But he's uh. He's explosive, man. This Undefeated. dude is he had a beautiful contender series win. Uh-huh. Then he fought Stefan Chukwi, finished him. Um, and now they're stepping up a little bit in competition with basically how he has to face a wrestler. Um I kind of stayed away from this when it came to the picks. Yeah, this is a tough one. This I feel was like. a tough because Devin Clark, you don't know what you're gonna get. Right. But this guy, this guy is explosive. Azamat. He is explosive. He has um big power in both his hands for Typically, you look at a Russian with his build, you're thinking, all right, this is going to be a grappler. It's going to be one of those matches where dudes are going to grapple. They're going to be, he's going to try to grind them out. Nah, man, he can strike. He's actually pretty dynamic. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a problem for for Clark. I think Clark's key to victory here is to get him down early and keep him down. Mm. Damn. This is a, well, someone said his, his fight against Chukwi, he was getting pieced up all three rounds until he got that flying knee. But... We've talked about this before too with Russians. Is it? It's always like either you're a wrestler or you're a sambo. Mm. There's nothing else. With with this guy, I feel like he's more of a sambo guy, not of a wrestler. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. You don't really see it. he's down to strike. Right, he, he's down to strike. Like he said he got that flying knee, uh, flying knee knockout. When are you seeing guys getting flying knee knockouts in those heavier divisions? I feel like that's not typically. That's not something you see. That's why I was impressed. Yeah, granted, he wasn't doing great in the fight, right? But still, to pull off a flying knee finish is still fucking beautiful, right? For, for that in that weight class. The, the last thing I the heavier weight classes didn't. What's his name? Get one. Uh, Tai Tuivasa. Tai Tuivasa did get one, but that put him on the map. It, that was his debut, wasn't that it? Put that put him I on think, the map, and then he went fight? and did the bear shoey, and then it was over. But uh. But for this one, this is a tough one to to pick with. Classic wrestler versus striker. I don't know. And the odds are close. Devin Clark is plus 125 and Azamat is minus 145. So this is a tough one to pick I think on. Clark gets cooked if they keep it on the feet. But Clark so? is good at pushing the pace. I think Clark is good He's at got pushing that the cardio. pace. His wrestling is actually really, really good. Um I don't know. I wouldn't even say he got that cardio. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. It's because sometimes he gets tired, but he does push the pace regardless. So, let's see how it plays out. And he's fought better competition. He has been. Yeah, he, he's fought against title contender Anthony Smith. He fought Ayan Kutilaba. His last fight is a win over William Knight. So, he's got, yeah, he's definitely fought a lot of guys. Uh, a lot of top contenders. Damn, yeah, Jan Blahovich, Alexander Rocket. Yeah, he's fought everybody. Yeah, he, he has been. He has been. So, that experience could help him out. But, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to go towards Azamat, honestly. All right. Maybe another finish. All right, all right. Next up, I'm going straight to 
Nate Landwehr versus David Onama. Nate Landwehr versus David Onama. Yo, late Nat Land Nate Nate Landwehr. You ever hear him talk? Yeah, it's actually hilarious. He got like a country accent. If if I don't see him, if I did not see Nate Landwehr, I just heard his voice. So I spoke to him on the phone. I'm talking to a straight up black dude. <laughs> Yo, for real? I'm, no, I'm like, talking seriously. to a straight up country black dude. Yeah, like from the hood, like just regular. This dude is the most regular dude. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> it's so fucking funny hearing his voice. I would much rather him than Mike Perry. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. His. I don't remember what fight it was. I don't know if it was his last fight or whatever. But his post fight interview was hilarious. He he basically said something like, "He's like, I, it was something like, if you ain't winning, you're losing or something like that." I don't like, know what it's. It, he just be yelling shit. Yeah, I like, like it. literally just. Scream, and I like, like it. Classic. I like it. <laughs> just screaming, <laughs> just screaming nonsense. Someone tell someone tell me what he said because that shit was hilarious. I remember we spoke about it on the show last time he fought, but. But uh, David Onama, 10-1 and one record, fourth fight in the UFC, coming off two wins. Uh, Nate Landwehr, though, he's a very, very tough and durable. This guy could take a lot. He, he could take a lot. A lot every of fight damage. he's been in, his three fights in the UFC, in every, cra- crazy. every fight has been a war. Yeah. This fight, if y'all, for people who are betting, I did not put this fight in a parlay. I don't think I put this fight in a parlay. And here's why I stayed, I stayed away from this fight. Onama has a... Onama has not fought the level of competition that he fought. Right. Right? Onama, that Landwehr has fought. Right? Now, not only that, Onama has a 100% finish rate. So he's finished. The fights that he's lost, he was finished. Right? But the fights that he won, he's finishing everybody. Oh, yes. Six KO, TKO, four submission. Now, Landwehr, I'm looking at Landwehr's style. When I looked at the film on this dude, this motherfucker does not stop coming forward. Non-stop. And he he does not mind being in a a firefight. You know what I'm saying? So. That's the that's the only thing when I'm looking at this dude I'm like all right do you want to be in a firefight with uh with 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 uh Onama because he has power he can finish you on the ground he can finish you standing but what level of competition was he facing before that yeah. prior to that you know what I mean but then you look at you look at uh Landwehr and you look at Landwehr he's fought the better competition but he just looks like a tank he's older he's in his prime he just does not stop coming forward. And mm. I think that might be I seen I seen Onama struggle with pressure before. Mm. I've seen him struggle with a little bit of pressure. So I like the way Onama I like the way Landwehr comes forward. He's in your face. He's mean. He's nasty. And I think that's the way you gotta fight a guy like Onama. But you can't get clipped because the dude got big power. Right. He'll put you out. But you easily. gotta be you gotta put him on his heels. Cause if you let him put the pressure, he has big power anyway. Then he's just gonna get off of what he, at will. If you put pressure on him, at least you don't know. You know what I mean? You don't know. You put yourself at risk, but you give you got a better you give yourself a better chance. So coming in as the underdog at plus two thirty five, Nate Landwehr, would you say that's a possibly a good underdog bet? I think it's a great underdog bet. Mm. To David oh, Onama, it's a good underdog bet. If you're gonna find, if there's gonna be an underdog pay, bet, this is a good one. My my favorite underdog bet on the card though is gonna be uh, is gonna be Yusuf Zalal versus Blackshear. That was that's my favorite underdog pick on the card. But this is not a bad underdog pick. If you're going to pick an underdog, this is not a bad underdog pick. But if I'm betting on this, I'm going Onama. If I had to bet, I'm going Onama. But if you want to go to underdog and you're looking for an underdog, this is not bad either. Mm. Onama is plus 280, so that's a pretty heavy favorite. But Nate Landwehr, plus 235. And like you said, Nate Landwehr is the type of guy to get into those crazy firefights, take some to give some. But 
Against a guy with the power like David Onama, I don't know if that's yeah, if that's a good idea. Yeah, it's probably not. It's pretty ill-advised. All right, main That's event right. time, people. Granny Shifting said, yeah, I got Obama too, Onama, plus he's a G. There you go. Maroon said, I got Onama. Onama, Onama. Augusta said, I think Landwehr will drown him. Oh. Wadi said, hopefully he, he wins, gets on the mic and says, I won, so I wasn't losing. Phil will belly laugh while on his back. <laughs> <laughs> this fucker is this. You're a fiend, bro. He's a fiend for me. Where's my camera, bro? Get off my dick. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thank you. I know why. Why he's not gonna like that? You just broke his heart. <laughs> he wants to be. Whenever honest. he gets out of line, what we're gonna do? We're gonna turn the fuck yeah, up this way. There you go. Yeah. Whenever Wadi's out of line, he. Let him face the corner. Disgrace. Yeah, put disgrace the shame. Wally. Shame. We got to get a dunce cap for him. On the back of it, we should just put shame yeah. <laughs> and turn that way. And now when he's doing good, we'll come back. We'll swing it back to the front like this. There you go. All right, let's get to this last fight. Main event of the no- night of the card: number five Marlon Vera versus number eight Dominic Cruz. Mm-hmm. Did you see that uh, face-to-face interview thing they had? I loved it. That was that great. was that the first time they ever did that. Yeah. That, that was, was pretty that cool. Was actually really good. And it, and Dominic Cruz, although he's kind of I feel like corny, he did. They were both talking about like I'll die in the cage, and Dominic like Cruz is like, "It's a good, good day, day to die." die. Yeah, that was Dominic that. Cruz has always been a good talker, man. He has, he has been. He's always got the little one liners and shit like that. He's destroying people verbally and shit. That's his thing. That's what he does. He's a linguist. He's a linguist. He is. I mean, he can speak well. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, he's, yeah. He comes off. That's smart. why he convinced everybody. I don't know. Somehow he convinced everybody that he has the greatest footwork ever, and I'm just like. Do what you do. It's good for you. I think he has great footwork for what he does. You can't teach that to anybody else. I could see him going around to random people and be like, yo, who has the best footwork in <laughs> MMA? And him just being like, me. <laughs> like, you know the meme where it's 100%. like the guy in the corner where it's like they don't know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's in the corner? It's and like, that's him. It's like, the they best don't know. In MMA. <laughs> that would 100% be him. <laughs> nah, yeah. I, I disagree with it, man. Because there's things that footwork, footwork is more than just movement. It's a lot of herky jerky movement going on with, with with Cruz. It works for him. His fight style. He has. A, I think he just has an awkward style. Great motion, great movement for him. Can't teach that to anybody else. He created his own style. He's an intellectual. He created his own style. He has understanding of the fight game. He has a great fight IQ. He developed it for him. You can't teach that to anybody else because he breaks all the rules. Now, what good footwork is? Good footwork is. You know who has great footwork or had great footwork? Conor McGregor. Mm. And y'all don't like to hear it. Y'all think it's like, oh, because it's Conor. We can't talk about it anymore. But I'm not even a Conor fanboy, but I just think that he had great footwork. The way he used to slide back just out of range and crack people, that is a part of being having good footwork. Being able to step around and reach side rear of somebody. Somebody reaching to find you. You're like this. Like, oh, shit, that person got behind me. Like That is good footwork. Mm. Moving and then occasionally switching your feet like this. You just moving, bro. You just moving a lot. You're hard to hit. You're elusive. That's he is very elusive. Definitely hard to hit. But great, intelligible footwork. It's not there. Sorry, hate to break it to you. <laughs> I hate to be the guy, but no, it's not there. I Good mean, footwork and Silva. Solid footwork. Clean footwork. Can slide. Feet are always underneath him. Can slide just out of range. Can make you miss just out of range where he can still step back in and touch you. Very light feet. Being able to step around your body. 
I'll throw myself in there. Why not? <laughs> you know what I did to Jared Gooden? Y'all don't even see it. What'd you do? In the first round, stepped in with my lead leg across his body, ducked under his punch and stepped around and hit him with an uppercut that came under his armpit. Go watch the tape. Damn. He was extended. The punch came under his armpit. And I looked at him and went like, oh, that's what that's Come from? on, man. That is footwork. Is that where he like got like like stumbled? I don't know. I just know there was a punch that came under his <laughs> armpit because I stepped with my lead leg around him, middle of the octagon. Damn, son. That's footwork. And then your toe popped out. My toe did pop out, but that's footwork. <laughs> I could talk a little spicy because I got the shades on. <laughs> you got, exactly. I got, that's I, got, why, I, got, yeah. I got shades on today. I could do it. I could throw there myself in there. Nah, but on a serious note, like he has great movement, but when we talk about footwork, I don't think I don't think he has great. When footwork. you say great movement, do you mean like he moves a lot? He moves a lot. But is is it? I, I don't know. Like because he knows where he can. Listen, a part of having good movement is knowing where you can get hit and where you can't get hit. Sometimes. I don't, I don't so I, and he's older now. He's thirty seven, right? So 38, 37. He's up there. So that part of his game is has slowed down. You know, he suffered a lot of injuries over the year. He was world champion. So let's give him that. I can sit here and talk. I wasn't world champion, so you know, he can he 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 has the right to say he has the best footwork. I think, but I have the right to disagree. Mm. Um, Maroon said Dom the annoying kid at a lunch table Who doesn't give you a moment to stutter Because that obviously means you don't know what you're talking yes, about Yes 100% 100% It's like You're saying something You guys are like Not even debating You guys are talking about something Like you're explaining something And like you spell something wrong Or you miss the, You say the wrong apostrophe Is not in the right place And all of a sudden Everything you said is discredited Because ah, you don't know what you're talking about that's Dom Cruz. Um, he also, Maroon also <laughs> said Cruz moves just to move and make you think about what he's doing long enough for you to not be able to get a read on him. Then he's on to the next pattern. Yes, which is great for him. His style works phenomenal for him. But as the game has evolved to today, Cruz, younger Cruz in today's day and age, I don't think he could hang with the rest of the guys. Oh, yeah? I don't think so. I mean, just looking. Also, his record alone is kind of impressive. 23, 24 and 3. Oh, pretty, amazing! Pretty impressive. He's been record. fighting since and WEC. Days. Exactly, and what he's but done. He's also been out year after yeah, year yeah, after true. year. If he was fighting consistently, that record and, would look a little different. Yeah, but and uh, it's not me hating on Dominic Cruz at all. I'm just saying the fact how I feel. We've been talking a lot about Dominic Cruz. How about Marlon Vera though? I see Marlon Vera doing exactly what he did to Sean O'Malley: leg kicks out the ass, mm-hmm. destroying him with those leg kicks and heavy pressure. Exactly, heavy pressure, picking the shots. Yeah. I, I think I think Marlon Vera wins this fight. I I think he could finish this fight as well. I agree. And also, are they both five eight? Because it says they are. But I thought Dominic Cruz was shorter than Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera looks way longer. I think maybe just because his legs. Built. Yeah, the way he's built. Got that Ecuadorian legs. build. Yeah, whatever that means. His fucking long legs and that fucking <laughs> high. You, you just, oh, true. No, actually, yeah, yeah. like a short torso. Like a short torso and just fucking long legs, long, long arms. He yeah. from the that you know actually buttoned down. You know what I'm true. About? His hands go like way. Beyond his low, knees, almost. yeah, yeah. You ever seen that that little thing from Alien, from uh, Aliens Inc., Monsters Inc.? Mike Wazowski. I don't know the little the the, the, green, the one. green one. Yeah, the green one is just all legs and arms. There's like a brolic version of that. You yeah. know what's funny? I do have a friend, and she's half Ecuadorian, and she made mention of that South American Ecuadorian build because she don't have an ass, so she was just like, "That's the Ecuadorian side." Yeah, it's is. just that. But that's that, that's, that's why he. Straight He's down a beast. bottom. That That's long. <laughs> long legs. Long bottom. But uh, 2K said Cheeto going to cook Cruz and TKO him, chop the legs, and he's going to snipe Cruz running in and stop him by KO. There you go. Yeah. All right. And he said, y'all just copied what I said, El Mayo. All right, sir. Bet. 
Uh, uh, Wadi had a question for you. I don't know. Oh, let me say the odds. All right, say the odds. And his question is about, of course, his lover, Patty Pimlet. But Marlon Vera is minus 240. Dominic Cruz is plus 200. Who do you got? I'm taking uh, Vera. Yeah, I'm taking Marlon Vera as well. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Wadi said, Randy, this is a serious question. Last mm-hmm. week, you referred to Patty as a prize fighter. He's been cooking guys who are at, who are up to a decent level. If he transitioned into a fighter who wants it, what is his ability? Oh, Wadi. <laughs> First, we have to make sure he's he's a he want he wants it. I, the thing is with the thing is with with Patty. Patty has a ton of potential. I think. I actually like Patty a lot. His downfall, I think, is the mindset. Is someone who doesn't really want it. Doesn't really care. He's a scouser. He just wants to fight, shows up and fight. And that's why I said it was no disrespect to him when I said he wasn't a championship caliber fighter. When I say that, I don't I'm not speaking to their ability. When I talk about someone being that me personally, when you guys hear me say that, I, I want to I want, want it to be clear, be known that when I'm speaking about a fighter being a caliber, a championship level fighter versus a prize fighter. It's the fact that the prize fighter just shows up, lives life, gets the bag, spend the bag, superstar type shit, right? Spend the bag, yo, hit the matchmaker up, we need another match. Mm. Boom, go and fight again. Go crazy. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Lose, oh well, right? I'm entertaining the people, I'm an entertainer. The championship caliber fighter not, not, doesn't always fight to the level of a champion, but the approach... The approach, maybe they don't make it there sometimes, but the approach is always very professional. They have a level of professionalism. They don't get fat in between camps. They, they always, they always just, they're right. always on their game. They live, eat, breathe, sleep, fighting, right? That is all they do. And their goal, their one goal is to become champion or be the best version of their self, the best martial artist that they can be, period. That's where it ends. So that's what I talk about when I talk about Patty, right? Not the, not his skill set. I'm not talking about his skill set. His having his skill set, talking about his skill set, that's a whole nother conversation that could be had at a later date. I'm just talking about him as a person, right? Whether he's a cal- a, a, cal- a championship caliber fighter or not. Now, um, the dude is already fat. Yeah. You, you see, saw the video. He's already fat. You see the video someone posted in Discord? I saw him. Of him and Molly in an interview? The dude is fucking fat he's already, bro. breathing on the mic like... He's breathing on the fucking mic like... The, and then what's the name? Was Molly's like, Molly was are like, you okay? what? Yeah. I don't even know what she, how she's she like. Said are you okay? She's yeah. just like, yo, you breathing in that fucking mic, like. And he just started laughing, like, oh, everybody started laughing, like, damn. He's like, oh, I'm just a fatty man. Like, I started talking about food instantly. I was like, damn, bro, like, that's gonna catch up to him. That, that's that's definitely not healthy. I mean, obviously, yeah. it isn't doing that much weight change. But, but again, he doesn't care. We care, but he doesn't care because what million dollar deal with uh, Barstool already. The dude is not worried about. I don't think he even care about becoming champion. A lot of fighters are not gonna say that, but there are a ton of fighters who just. Except that they'll never be champion and they don't even give a fuck. They just like, I'm not here for that. Right. And I don't think Patty's here for that. Mm-hmm. Patty's here for a good time. He's here for the bag, be an entertainer, and live his best life. So to answer your question, Wadi, I do not think that he um, he's going to get it all together. I think that he's going to take a couple L's down the road, which we all do. So Jacken says he wants the cake and eat it too. Facts. Literally. That's it. Um, yeah. Also, Mountie Mouth said... That he asked Michael Chandler during his live, his IG live before the show, and he thinks that Cruz is going to take it. 
Him and Cruz must be friends. They slurping each other off. Oh wow! Damn! <laughs> All of that? Why? Why? Wait! Why? Why? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Why we just? You don't like? You don't like? Um. No, I like Chandler. I have nothing against him. Mm-hmm. You, nothing. What happened? Was it why you said that? No, nah, it was a uh, funny. That was a funny. <laughs> that was a funny. No, <laughs> what, what happened? There's nothing. There's no. There's no bad blood. So why'd you say that? I don't know. That's very out of character <laughs> for you. Now I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Speak on it. What did Chandler do, bro? Chandler's a company man. Uh, he is. So he's he, putting he loves himself it. in position with the right people. So he got to align himself See, with yeah, the right he, people. So it's like, yo, I'm aligning with Dominic Cruz. It, Dominic Cruz is a guy that I think I should align with. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Also, Aaron says Cruz is gay, 100. percent Everybody says that. Really? Yeah. Is that yeah, a thing? He got his little dog and shit. Oh, does he really? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, a lot, not everyone, but I've heard that a lot of people say that. That's funny. Also, did you see? Speaking of what's his name, uh, Chandler, you see apparently in his and how how many fights he's been in four, in Mm -hmm. UFC, he's made over a million dollars so far. Smooth. It's like one point five million or something like that. Smooth, smooth. Probably a lot more than that outside the octagon too. That's crazy. I mean, good for him. Yeah, one hundred percent. Shout out to him. He um, he's doing it right, man. A lot of people don't like him, but I think he does a great job. Besides the personal shit outside the octagon. Right, I don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> but I think he does a great. I think he's one of the best to ever do it. I think he'll go down his history as one of the fucking best to ever do it. Especially on his uh, on the mic. On the after mic, his Conor McGregor call. It's, it's him, Chael Sonnen, Conor. Mm. Dudes that can get on the mic and do it and sell a fucking fight. Top three for right. me: Chael Sonnen, Conor, and him. Right, bro. His promos are unbelievable. His press conferences, I will always watch a, a, a Michael Chandler press conference because you learn so much. Mm-hmm. If fighters, ha- if you looked at a fighter that's the perfect package that has a great understanding of the business and not only just fighting, it's Michael Chandler. Mm-hmm. And he's a family man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why are you doing? Why are you doing this, bro? Why are you doing? <laughs> Yo, Yo, you want to? <laughs> Yo, Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> UFC Black History Month. They had that Michael was Chandler. So that crazy. shit was fucking crazy. Yo, that was who they got in the board meetings, bro? Somebody got fired <laughs> after that because I'm like, dog. Out of everybody, you put Michael Chandler up there. Stop, man. Oh, that's actually hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> nah, everyone likes him though. Maroon, not and Rashu said Chandler doing all the great things. Fights banger, talks well. Out of fight is a great guy. Maroon said one of the best entertainers for sure. Entertains before the fight, during, and after. It's a rare combo. It is. It is. Shout out to Chandler. If you got to learn for any fighter, as a fighter, as an active fighter on the roster, I'll tell you right now. If I had to learn from someone, it'll be him. You got to give credit where credit is due. You got to look at somebody doing it and say, that's how you do it. The dude promos is crazy. I'm not a promo cutting type of guy. Maybe my next fight I'll cut a promo, but it ain't going to be a WWE style promo. It's just going to be a Handy Brown style promo. (laughs) But uh, that WWE style promo is fire. I fucks with it. Mm. Yeah, he he really he knows what he's doing. Yeah, was he even like that in Bellator too? I, don't, I didn't I, really follow him much yeah, in Bellator. I I, every him. time I saw him in Bellator, he was getting cooked. Really? And I just knew like, all right, that's just the guy over there that just gets cooked. <laughs> and then he came to UFC, and then and he's now he's a dog. He's doing beast. He's doing well. Um, but all right, that's it. GG. That's what we got. We got news or not? We do, but I don't know. We trying to get out of here. Yeah, we are trying. So gotta get out. Why he said he wasn't like that in Bellator. He did. He wasn't. Well, he leveled he, up. He fought for uh, the belt. No, he was a champ there. No, he was champ. Yeah, I uh, dare to say he was double champ. Was he double champ there? He might have been. Uh, Am I tripping? Maybe I'm adding uh, that. But 
Um, nah, he was, he just leveled up when he came to UFC. He knew what he needed to do to get the bag, and he did it. I'm not a fan, but we know. Soap's not a fan. We know why Soap's not a fan. Yeah, know, Soap doesn't know. like a lot of people. I don't. Low key. What a quinky think They're all white. Mm. No. Uh, mm. No. Philip. Talk to him, no, Phil. No, I don't like DC. Oh, that's a first. Oh, I, I was we haven't heard that, that before. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of DC. Wow. So I know why. Is it because he said my wrestling sucked? No, I mean your wrestling probably didn't look good, but it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not that. I just DC moves weird sometimes, and I'm like, he that's has not no, how he I'm has real. been lately. He has been yeah, like, like a what's real his person, name? Calling like for what's his name person. to retire? Yeah, even he, he a little Gus shaky. Gustafson, yeah. yeah. I mean, what's his name is like his brother. Um, Dom Cruz is like his brother. He says it's like it's like my brother. Oh, that's what he said. They says. had a yeah, little so scuffle too. They though. had a scuffle. A scuffle. Oh yeah, when he was talking shit, saying like he don't do the take Recent, notes recently. Uh, what's the, he said the same thing recently. He said it again. He's you like, you, yeah. <laughs> the interview was like, do you think uh, DC has like turned a new leaf and like changed up? You know, since the little thing incident you guys had or whatever. And he was like, no, I doubt it. <laughs> Straight up, yo, Cruz just shoots from the hip, bro. He's I, like, yo, I don't like Cruz. He was just like, yo, you know, I doubt it. You know, what it is, what it is. He's just that's who he is, and you know, he has a good. He says, I call him the Golden Fluffer. <laughs> he's like, he has a way of saying, he has a way of saying things and making you feel like he knows what he's talking about. Like he, like he knows, make has a way of making you feel like you know, giving you exactly what you want to hear. Mm. You know, and some people have that gift. That's a gift to give. And mm. he said, DC has that. All right, I'm going to talk about two news. That's all we got. Quick news section. Starting with Uriah Hall has retired from the sport of MMA. Mm. That's your boy. Yeah, shout out Uriah. That's my dog. One time for Uriah. What do we think of his career? A lot of ups and downs. A lot of ups and downs. Um, I'd say he had a pretty a solid career. I, it was a great career. Phenomenal career. Ultimate fighter. Ultimate fighter. Stellar career for sure. I think... Could have been more. It definitely could have. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I feel like he's one of those fighters. That it's a what if. Yeah. What if he? I don't want. I don't want to say like because he, he was inconsistent. Right he had, yeah. He had a lot of mental health, mental, and, mental yeah. stuff. Like like he was in his own head a lot. Right. You know what if? Different type of mindset. Uriah Hall locked in. Just fucking. I'm fighting. This is what I'm doing all through and through. Right. That Uriah Hall, without the second guessing. Who knows? World mm-hmm. champion, possibly. Mm-hmm. It's possible, very possible. Yeah. First Jamaican world champ. Yeah, that'd have been fire. That'd have been sick as hell. That'd have been fire. But uh, shout out Uriah Hall then. I hope his whatever he does after MMA is next chapter. Yeah, his, his next chapter is a good one. He deserves it. Yeah. And then last news we'll give out another uh, fighter gone from the UFC. Sam Alvey has been released from the UFC. Line up the rifles. Yeah, I feel like this is a long time coming for moment a of silence and line up the rifles <laughs> for every single for a, loss a taken lo- <laughs> consecutively. Right, keep it going. <laughs> Five, six, one more, two more, another one. <laughs> is there nine in a row? Is it, we'll just give him nine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yo, he was such a savage, man. He was such a savage. <laughs> oh, man. You dude. saw he called out Jake. Well, he didn't call he, out. He tweeted Jake Paul. Hey, he whatever. Did, no, he, he called him out and he did an interview, too, with uh, Helwani. He was like, yo, he thinks he's the kind of guy, the kind of fighter that, that uh, Jake Paul fights. So I mean, he 100% would. I feel like Jake Paul would take that fight. Would he not? Another ex-UFC fighter to add to his resume? 
I feel like he would take it. Yeah. So he he didn't say I'm the type of guy that could beat Jake Paul. He said I'm the, I'm the type, type of, of guy, guy Jake Paul would like, like to beat. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, he wants no, the bag. No, essentially, if that's what he, he wants said. the bag. Yeah. Listen, he wants the bag. Yo, shout out to him. He he had a great career, and on top of that, he fucking. The dude, the dude stuck around, man. He stuck around for a long time. He fought a killer in his last fight. Um, what can you say? He he put on some great fights. He put on some great performances. Dana White says he never said no. Mm-hmm. He actually, there's a lot of Sam Alvey knockouts, highlight reels out there of him just laying people out cold. Hey, he's got big power, yeah. Big, big power. So, shout out to him. Yeah. Uriah Hall and Sam Alvey. Shout out to both of them. All right. Well, that's well, it, people. For the picks. Um, exclamation point bets Click the link for my parlay picks um, Parlay picks are up I already made the list um, If you missed my one free pick It's also in the link So subscribe to the OnlyFans for free And um, pay for the picks Pay for the picks There it is there you Let's go. get this money together Yes sir That's it And let's have a good card tomorrow Let's yes. have a good one yes, uh, yes, yes. 2K said wait wait Oh god hurry up You guys are gonna have to We that. got. We gotta go Oh, he said Strickland versus Cannonier for October 15th. Oh, yeah. That is news, but we didn't speak about that, but yeah. 2K news. 2K news at the end always. I take, I, take honestly, Cannonier. Cannonier? I think so. Over yeah, Strickland, yeah. I agree. Cannonier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. If Cannonier, if, if, if Strickland didn't just lose the way he lost, would you have said, what do you have said, Cannonier? If he won the decision or something? He lost, but still, like, what are you saying? If he lost. If he lost, or that didn't fight didn't take out. place yet. Say that fight didn't take place yet. What would you say? I don't know. I know how y'all are, man. I don't know. Strickland. You would have no, said Strickland. No, no. I, I, I think. I think. Honestly, I think Cannon. I think I would have still taken. Yeah, I'm taking Cannon. Yeah. I. Th- I think. Uh, oh, Aaron M says Strickland easy. I'd bet my house. Oh. And right. Jack N says Strickland. Shit, wow. man. He said. All right. Who knows? All right. Let's see. But that is it, people. On that note, yeah, GG's and folks. Here we'll see you guys on Sunday for the post fight show, and uh, enjoy yourself tonight and tomorrow and yeah. all the days, all the days. Should we give them the seven principles before we go? Don't forget, honesty, <laughs> justice, polite courtesy, courage, compassion, sincerity, duty, loyalty, honor. Peace, there you go, people. Adios. Bye.